Thanks for checking out the Brad and John Show podcast. This segment of the show is brought to you by John Combest's book, Stalking, Harassment, Internet Trolling, A Guide to Recovering and Rebuilding After Online Attacks. It's a great reference if you've ever been the unfortunate target of a social media attack. It's available on Amazon. Just search John Combest. That's C-O-M-B-E-S-T. John Combest, and the book will show up in your search results. Now it's time for another segment of the Brad and John Show. Can you handle it? It's me, Egbert, once again. I'm the new owner of this station. I went out and hired the best talk radio consultant, Jeff Allen from News Talk STL, and told him to hire the worst talent he could find. Jeff did exactly as I told him. Ladies and gentlemen, here are Brad and John. Man, I tell you what, that Jeff Allen, I don't know if to love him or hate him. We're the worst, huh, John? That's what we are, according to Egbert? It doesn't Egbert. matter. You know why? Because we're in line for some radio reparations money. <laughs> yes, right. Okay, uh, last break, we talk about the Iowa caucus. Okay, now, first off, you're talking to a guy who has spent more time than the average citizen in Iowa. I used to run a company up in Iowa, and I spent a lot of time up there. That's and right. I have to tell you, when they say the winters are cold in Iowa, they ain't kidding. So I have personally been there many, 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 many times in the very, very, very cold winter. Matter of fact, some of my trips, I used to drive all the way from St. Louis. Sometimes I used to fly. There was no direct, when I was doing business up there, there was no direct flight from the cheapy airline Southwest. So I used to fly into Omaha and rent a car and drive over on I-80 from Omaha into Des Moines. And I can remember hitting Omaha several times when when I got out of the airport, the temperature was like minus 10, and I was driving east on Interstate 80 in a snowstorm or blizzard into Des Moines, and then getting Des Moines, getting to my hotel, and then at my cheapy hotel I stayed at, the heater didn't work real well. It was not fun. So the Iowa caucus thing is done. This morning is going to be the the hangover from all the, all the Iowans because of the fact that everybody's leaving town this morning. Yep. All the crews, all the news crews and things like that. Donald Trump kicked butt, what, 59% or something like that? Yeah, something in that, in that neighborhood, yeah. And I read some story this morning that, I don't know if this is true or not, there are 99 counties in Iowa, and he won every county but one county. Apparently, it was like tied, and uh, and our our it was they were they they Trump had won by by one vote, and two people decided they didn't want to have Trump be unanimous, so they went back in and changed their vote. Have you heard this crazy story? No, I, I haven't heard that. Yeah, so supposedly he didn't win unanimously. He won ninety-eight of the ninety-nine counties. Okay, uh, uh, DeSantis came in second with like what twenty-one percent, and and what's her face, uh, Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley came in with like nineteen percent. Okay. Here's the thing that bothers me. I heard this this morning, and I wake up this morning, and I scan around and listen to other stations. They played the bit from MSNBC where Trump was giving his, his victory speech, and I believe it was Rachel Maddow, who was the anchor who was on the air at the time, refused to let them run the... Um, essentially, she was saying, we're not going to run... Trump's victory speech because it's full of lies. And it's authoritarianist. I mean, once again, my old professor, Dr. Camille Winter, you know, as a journalist, you tell the story whether you agree with it or not. You know, you tell the story, you try to put on your unbiased filter and essentially say, although I hate Donald Trump, I'm going to report the facts and we're going to 
put his victory speech. We may not carry the whole thing because he has a tendency to just sort of go off on tangents and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. Uh, but by the same token, we're going to hear what he has to say. You know, and even to the point where Jake Tapper, they, they ran the, the, the thing with Jake Tapper, and Jake Tapper, you know, he talked, Trump starts off, and Jake Tapper, well, we're not going to carry the whole thing. Because. <laughs> Is he still at CNN? Yes. I'm, I'm going like, see, here's the problem. The problem is that, let's be honest, the mainstream press does not want Trump to be the candidate for the president of the United States. They just don't. And they'll do anything they can, along with the court system, to keep him from running for president. Now, quite honestly, I don't necessarily want to see Trump run for president either, because I think his time has come and gone. I think that he did, as far as I'm concerned, except for the COVID thing, which now it's coming out that Dr. Fauci and all these other people are backpedaling, essentially saying, well, maybe it was, maybe it was, uh, maybe it was uh, the, the Lujan, Wuhan lab, yeah, you know the what Wuhan I mean? Lab leak. Maybe it was a lab leak, and maybe the social distancing, what is the thing to do, and maybe masking was stupid, and maybe closing down the schools wasn't, you know, okay, hindsight's 2020. I get that. You know, been there, done that. But by the same token, you know, let the story come out. And remember, yeah. the whole crazy thing, we go and all this thing, once again, me being the libertarian kind of person and obviously being a free press person, remember the Hunter Biden laptop story yeah. where the New York Post had an inside scoop on that. And they ran the story and put it on Twitter. And their Twitter account, not only did the story get get pulled on Twitter, their account got frozen. Yeah. You know, then that was the pre-Musk days. Well, let, let me say this, though. Here's what I think. Number one, in Rachel Maddow's defense, and I can't believe I'm starting a sentence that way, she's not a journalist. And she's she's an entertainer. And to put – I wouldn't even put her in the same category as a Jake Tapper or as somebody from CNN. Of course she's going to be performative about it and say, we can't give this and, – and those were her comments last night. I didn't watch the whole show, but I did see the clip where she talked about the startling rise – of authoritarianism and how decent Americans need to call out the fact that Donald Trump stands for authoritarianism and his voters believe in. But the, I, th I think she used the F word. John, crazy. I think she said fascist. Crazy. Let, let, let's think about this for a minute. Okay. If there's ever a guy, let's go back and rehash the Trump presidency. Okay. Mm -hmm. There were no major wars, you know. Yep. You know, remember when when remember when when the crazy thing after he got elected from from November of 2020 into where he was inaugurated. No, in November of 20 of uh, 20, 2016 till January of 2017 when he was inaugurated. Remember all the pundits saying, oh, my God, the stock market's going to crash. Oh, yeah. The, the market would crash. And, and you know what? We would be at war on three major fronts. Right. And the exact hap, the exact app opposite yeah. happened. There was no major stock market crash. In it, if anything, the stock market exploded. There were yeah, no now. Now, he, but here's here's one caveat, though, Brad. And here's one thing that I don't that I think that Republicans and Democrats fall into the trap of. Democrats are definitely setting a trap up for themselves now. The stock market is not the economy. And if you think that, hey, the stock market's great. And by the way, folks that, that go to our YouTube channel, Brad and John Show on YouTube, can watch. I have a screenshot from CNBC in December in which Joe Biden said, hey, the consumer's in great shape. The economy's fine. And the, the, the subtext there, Brad, is look at the stock market. It's fine. See, everybody's doing well. No, they're not.
Well, but so the trap that people get into is you cannot just look at, and I'm not saying you're doing this, Brad, but when the Biden administration now says, look at the S&P 500, everybody's doing great. See you guys in 2025. It's not that simple. Well, but the problem with that is that most people, even if they are on a pension or something like that, they don't necessarily identify themselves as being in the stock market. I mean, you're absolutely right, Brad, because because they don't. But but see, the problem with that is that, like, for example, I mean, you know, I watch all these car videos and stuff like that. OK, mm-hmm. there's a guy and we talked about this with work trucks and things like that the, a couple breaks ago. OK, there was a time not too long ago where you could go in and buy a new Ford truck for, yeah, let's say, matter of fact, I can remember, I can remember the very first Ford truck I bought, 1987, my very first Ford truck, I paid $89.99 for it, $8,999, okay, you can't (laughs) touch, you, you go to like a dealership now, and if like you see like, you know, two or three or four year old trucks, you can't touch any of them for only $30,000 used. And Without a doubt. It's, Without a doubt. It's not unusual to have trucks that have 100, 150,000 miles on them that are selling for $30,000, dollars $50,000, okay? Like, for me, I guess, and I'm to the point where I don't have my kids at home anymore. You know, I, you know, I raised four kids, and I, believe it or not, I mean, if my wife were here to hear this, tell, tell the story, I used to do some of the cooking. As a matter of fact, matter of fact ask my daughter. She hated my cooking, but I used to do, <laughs> I used to do grocery shopping and stuff like that. I mean, I go in the stores now. I'm a single guy, eat by myself. Most of the time I eat fast food, but occasionally I'll go cook stuff. I'm blown away. Like, for example, I'm going to tell you a weird story. I love French fried onions, okay? Like on mm, okay. on a salad bar kind of thing. If they have, like, croutons and French fried onions, I'm in seventh heaven. I okay? gotcha, yeah. I went to the store the other day, and I saw a small can of French's, the, the, you know, the, the, the brand name, French's French fried onions for... $5.98. And I'm going like, it's a little can of, of, yeah. of fried onions. It's six bucks. Well, I mean, and let's not talk about your addiction to corn shucks. <laughs> well, we talked about that, which the corn or the husk or whatever were, were at Wally oh, World. Husk, that's what yeah, they husk. were. I, st- I stepped on my own punchline there. Well, <laughs> well, they were like $7.97. You know, I got to go take a picture of that because nobody, because I've had, you know, I talked about that in the store. Was that two two weeks ago we talked about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where I and went Camilla to Wally Peterson World. and offered her thoughts on that too. Right. And there were corn husks or shucks or everything. And I'm yeah, going like, okay, like that. first off, what do you do with them? Then I find out that they're a delicacy for Mexican food do you put I, I bet there's a lot of things that are a delicacy in Tijuana that you wouldn't want to touch well Brad. but they what you put don't what somebody told me you put like something in them and you eat them or something a tamale. is you that what it the, is that's okay. not that's not Italian either okay they were like eight they were I think they were seven dollars and 97 cents I'm going like okay first off you're buying something that if you go to you know Franklin County or Warren County <laughs> after they after they, they after harvest after harvest you can pick them up in the fields for free and we should do right. that it's part of your it's part of your campaign to be mayor of Crapville <laughs> right, and for right. anybody listening that's K-R-A-P right maybe what we could do to help b- bolster our carbon neutrality is instead of leaving the corn shucks there in the soil to be broken down naturally by soil microbes we harvest them and sell them and then we'll lie and be like oh we'll give 10% to the greater ESG fund or whatever John, you're an ex-Monsanto guy. Am I kidding about the fact that you go to a farmer field and pick up the husks or we, shucks? Uh, y- They're well, everywhere. You know now, listen, Brad, <laughs> if you're an agriculture company today, do you know what you count as part of your ESG goals? What's that? That the fact that- Every time you go out to a field and you tell a farmer, hey, 
Those corn husks, don't take them off. Let them go in the soil. Count that acre for being part of an ESG benefit. Seriously? And it helps stop erosion, Brad. Oh, you God. really need to get up on your soil. John, you could spend, spend a little time going to some, some big ag websites and digging in, Brad. John, I would have loved to heard you heard you, uh, you know, give a presentation in your, in your comms guy, Dave, where if it's to the point where you listen to some of these PR people, it's like listening to Corrine Jean-Pierre, whatever her name is. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, and it's like that goofball who's the head of what, what's his name, Alessandro Mayorkas, whatever. Oh, I mean, yeah, Mayorkas. How in the hell the guy can stand there and say, our border's secure? You know, I'm going like, I, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, like. Depends on what your definition of secure is. <laughs> I mean, I mean, there's no tanks coming across it. We could say that. There's no <laughs> right. There's no Soviet tanks coming across our southern border. There's, there you go. There's no. There's no Chinese armies invading us from the south. Yeah, yeah. Maybe so I don't know what you're talking about. You, Brad. You, you were looking at some folks who were political refugees who were just trying to to flee an oppressive regime. But but see, here's the here's the problem. Is I think. You know, as opposed to some of the people that used to be on the Jay Leno show. Remember, he used to do jaywalking and he'd go out and ask people, oh, yeah, hey, yeah, who's, that was, the, that was a fun one. who's the vice president of the United States? Nobody knew, you know, <laughs> that yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah. But oh, in their defense, when it was Dan Quayle, it's kind of like, eh. Yeah, well, but, but, but the point being is that most people realize if you say, if you ask most people and you say, do we have a problem with the border? <laughs> and 95% of the people, I think, would say, yeah. There's people coming in who shouldn't be here, right? I mean, let's be yeah, honest. Absolutely. You know, and you know, people have their own personal anecdotes, or they have things. Real people have anecdotes of what they see at Walmart and what they see at their kid's school, or what they've heard about. Well, yeah, but and but but part of it has to do with like let's go back to the ma- racial Maddow thing. Okay, mm-hmm. Trump is telling lies. Okay, I, I I've seen this on CNN recently where Jake Tapper has run the the debate footage from the 2000 debate where Donald where where Donald Trump is saying your son took money from the Chinese and Biden says my son never took anything from the Chinese or the and and once again now we've proven the fact that he lied yeah. I mean the president lied you know because his son did take millions of dollars from the Chinese and and whoever you know and they, and what was the 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 mayor of Moscow his wife gave him a Porsche and yeah. and he got now, the the one thing and I know we're up against time here we're almost out of time I would disagree with the fact that I do think the media does at this point especially today on January 16th the media s- clearly wants Trump to be the nominee. Now they don't want him to win, obviously. I, but I, it's but but the primary's over and I think they're gonna deal with it. And uh, and we know that Trump equals ratings. No, I disagree with you. I don't I don't think that the mainstream media for the most part is You think I, they want Nikki Haley? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I most definitely I think that the point that they, they're portraying her favorably. There's no question about that. I think that, that they do not want Trump. They don't want they want Trump as far away from the election as possible. That's my Because opinion, they but, think that he because they acknowledge that he has a chance to actually win. Is that what you're saying? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Which, I, which I think he does, but that's a crazy yeah, oh, story. I, absolutely. Okay, we got to get out of here.